It's Friday, August 19th, and this is Brian with the morning news. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A federal judge on Thursday ordered the Justice Department to put forward proposed redactions as he committed to making public at least part of the affidavit supporting the search warrant for former President Donald Trump's estate in Florida. U.S. Magistrate Judge Bruce Reinhart said that under the law, it is the government's burden to show why a redacted version should not be released, and prosecutors' arguments Thursday failed to persuade him. He gave them a week to submit a copy of the affidavit proposing the information it wants to keep secret after the FBI seized purportedly classified and top-secret information during a search at Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate last week. The hearing was convened after several news organizations sought to unseal additional records tied to last week's search, including the affidavit. It is likely to contain key details about the Justice Department's investigation examining whether Mr. Trump retained and mishandled classified and sensitive government records. Around the world, Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky met with the leaders of Turkey and the United Nations on Thursday to discuss food shipments from Ukraine and the increasingly tense situation at the Zaporizhia nuclear plant as a series of blasts targeted Russian logistical hubs deep behind the front lines. Following the meetings in the western Ukrainian city of Lviv, Mr. Zelensky said that he had pressed UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres about the nuclear plant, which Russia has occupied since the early days of the war. Explosions around the plant in recent days have knocked one reactor off the power grid and sparked fears of a nuclear catastrophe. Particular attention was paid to the topic of Russia's nuclear blackmail at the Zaporizhia NPP, Mr. Zelensky wrote on social media. He said they also discussed allegations that Ukrainian citizens were being forcibly deported to Russia and the treatment of captured Ukrainian soldiers. Mr. Guterres called for the plant to be demilitarized. Russia has said pulling its forces out of the facility would threaten the nuclear plant's security. In other news... Ships crept down the middle of the Yangtze River on Friday after China's driest summer in six decades left one of the mightiest rivers barely half its normal width and set off a scramble to contain the damage to a weak economy in a politically sensitive year. Factories in Sichuan province and the adjacent metropolis of Chongqing in the southwest were ordered to shut down after reservoirs that supply hydropower fell to half their normal levels and demand for air conditioning surged in scorching temperatures. River ferries in Chongqing that usually are packed with sightseers were empty and tied to piers beside mudflats that stretched as much as 50 yards from the normal shoreline to the depleted river's edge. Back in the U.S., Apple disclosed serious security vulnerabilities for iPhones, iPads, and Macs that could potentially allow attackers to take complete control of the devices. Apple released two security reports about the issue on Wednesday, although they didn't receive wide attention outside of tech publications. Apple's explanation of the vulnerability means a hacker could get full admin access to the device. That would allow intruders to impersonate the device's owner and subsequently run any software in their name, said Rachel Tobach, CEO of Social Proof Security. Security experts have advised users to update affected devices, the iPhone 6S and later models, several models of the iPad, including the 5th generation and later, all iPad Pro models, 
and the iPad Air 2. The flaw also affects some iPod and Mac computers running Mac OS Monterey. And Cleveland Browns quarterback Deshaun Watson will serve an 11-game unpaid suspension, pay a $5 million fine, and undergo professional evaluation and treatment as part of a settlement with the NFL following accusations of sexual misconduct by two dozen women. The league had sought to ban Watson for at least one year for violating its personal conduct policy. He was accused of sexually harassing and coercing the women during massage therapy sessions while he was with the Houston Texans. As part of the settlement, Watson can return for the Browns game in Houston on December 4th. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.